0: to Respect My Crown, the podcast. I have a very special guest today. She is a speaker, a teacher, a pastor, a mama, a wife. She (laughs) is a content creator, a creative strategist. Uh, Did did I miss it? She's a former hooper. All right, oh. I know that. <laughs> um, look at the just, wrist. Yeah, you know, <laughs> look at her wrist. She is just an incredible person that I've had the pleasure of meeting, uh, gosh, last year or the year before. I can't even remember. Yeah. COVID has just stopped time, but um, she is a pastor at, at my church. <laughs> right, Nation, where you at? Uh, yeah. Pastor Julia Tucker, how are you?
1: Uh, you know, I am good. I'm doing really, really good JJ. And you know, I love every time I get a chance to talk with you.
0: We always have lots of laughs, so, and it won't be any That's different because we're going to start off with a game. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to put okay. 15 seconds on the clock. Oh, gosh. All right. Now, here are the rules. You cannot say, uh and you cannot repeat the same one twice. You ready? Okay. 15 seconds. All right. Oh, wait. Let me make sure you see you said 23 seconds, and that was going to be cheating. 15. Listen, don't, don't, don't. Okay. 15 seconds. Can't say, uh, cannot repeat the same one twice. Name okay. five things you may hear people say at church. Go.
1: Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you. Welcome. Ah! I get it. No, my, my 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 nerves got me for a second there. I had to stay
0: calm, stay calm, cool the pressure, baby. <laughs> you did it. I am impressed because so many people be like, "Oh, oh, she did not do it." Okay, good job. She's church girl. She oh. No, she knows. I was like, "That's good." Okay, so today I want to just learn a little bit about you. Uh, I know that you are the online campus pastor at, at transformation church, but I want to know, like, have you always been in ministry? When did, you know, what were you doing before ministry and how did you get into ministry? Man. Okay. So ministry
1: is very interesting. So when you talk about like working for a church that came much later, but being in ministry probably happened way earlier. So growing up Um, I served at my church, I volunteered, I was part of our youth ministry back home, Uh, but I never thought I would be a pastor or in church like that. Yeah. I knew, I felt like I was called to do um, marketplace ministry. And so I saw myself as being a business owner, entrepreneur, a doctor, and playing basketball, all the things, but oh. also being an artist. And so um, really, I, I would say the love for God started off real young, but my heart for just being in pursuit of what his desire and will was for my life yeah. started at a young age. And it wasn't until, let me see, I was in college and I got my minor in youth ministry, but my major was actually health exercise science, pre-sports medicine. Wow. So my goal is like, I'm going to finish up college. I'm going to go get my um, um, OD, MBA kind of uh, degree after this. Uh, and I'm mean, going to become a sports pro model cause I was playing ball. So I was like, yeah, yeah. you know, good money, uh, <laughs> you know, and be able to underwrite other businesses and launch our own and, and different things like that. But I would always serve and be a part of, um, of the church. And mm-hmm. then in, I would say somewhere as I got into just the workforce in general, after graduating from college, um, ministry became a bit more apparent in, was highlighted for me. Uh, mm-hmm. so I served at, at the time it was Greenwood Christian center, um, now transformation church, but I served there, served our pastors and I had the opportunity to lead in a lot of different ways, doing music, doing stuff with youth, um, leading groups and stuff like that. And over time, and probably cause I got married to my husband who, uh, at a, I don't remember how old he was, Heard God telling that he was called to pass things. Like, I don't even like people, and so which <laughs> is hilarious. Like, now to think of that, and I didn't know him back then, but I knew that, that was a call on his life. Uh, can't say that I knew that that was a call on my life at the time, but he was, you know, we was we was together, and yeah, you know, uh, I knew, um, relationally, I knew that we were meant to be together, that it was yes. Um, and that for both of us, it was creating space for what God was calling us to do, creating space Mm -hmm. for my purpose, creating space for his purpose. But (laughs) I told him, I was like, so do you expect for me to be like, uh, uh, um, what is it? A first lady, lady, you know, be the only (laughs) lady, baby. That's what we do, you know, (laughs) those things. But, um, but what did that practically mean for me? Um, and so he never boxed me into anything. Um, as far as not being able to be who I am and to express myself the way that I do and pursue the different things that God has for me. So anyway, fast forward a little bit, um, somewhere in the midst of us graduating college and getting married, um, was when we started, I guess, feeling more of a pull towards ministry and church. We were doing a lot of things in the marketplace, um, and doing a lot of side business things, Mm. but it was 2018. No, 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 no. Uh, it was before then. It was like 2015, excuse me, 2015, when um, Pastor Mike and Pastor Nat uh, came to us and talked with us about becoming um, their number two. And before that, I would say maybe a year or two before that, we knew that transition was coming just for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we thought that was leaving uh, Oklahoma and going to another state in wow. pursuit of another um, of another job opportunity. Uh, and that from there we would launch into ministry and it, it wasn't that, you know, there was certain opportunities that came up, but it was like the Lord was saying no. Uh, and it was like, okay. And again, we get to about 2014, 2015. And we start feeling that again. It's like, ah, there's, there's while business is good doing, um, my husband was in IT and I was in, uh, fraud investigation and different stuff while doing that. It was, it was cool. We were making good money. We were hitting all the different goals that we wanted to hit doing different investments, different things like that. But there was this other part of us that wasn't being fulfilled or satisfied, Mm. which was the call of God that, you know, ultimately has been on our lives. And I remember we got a call and it was like, what if you get asked to be, you know, the executive pastor? And I was like, well, if that ain't going to (laughs) happen, you know? And so I'm like, we're trying to get out of here. Like opportunity, (laughs) we can travel, we can go overseas. And um, I think it was, it was, it was a lot simpler than um, you might've thought. It was like, we got approached. approach. It was a conversation. We're sitting down. Uh, in front of uh, pastor Mike and that and we both knew in our spirit at the time that the answer was yes mm. and we just took a little bit more time it was like January of 2015 uh, and that that actually February 1st of that year my birthday we became the executive pastors at TC never saw it coming yeah, like actually. who goes to their church and then sees themselves you know eventually being a part and leading at that level so yes. That kind of just happened.
0: <laughs> and what is it like working with your husband? I see you all, you vibe so well. I feel like we're just at home, like just kind of watching y'all in your regular element. But yes, you know, to work with your husband, go home and, oh, you're here too, huh? And you know, like <laughs> what, what is that like? What's the dynamic like? And were there adjustments that needed to be made when you started working together?
1: Yeah, so this is kind of like a two-phase type of question because when we first started, um, I was I was over our weekend experience when we first started. And we were doing a lot of communicating on the stage, different things like that. Um, we were still working our secular jobs and then we were doing ministry on the weekend. You know, so our time was very, was split. And so I remember... Um, those times were very interesting uh because I was helping him in his communication, but it was like I'm overseeing this area and so I have to evaluate and do all the different things. And so we're working on it on the weekend yeah, or awkward. you know, <laughs> yes, yes. And I remember there were some very distinct times where I had to recognize when he needed his wife, you know, when it came yeah. to just in the moment of of um. I don't want to say correcting, but of coaching, Mm. you know, and of encouragement. Like I had to know that line when he needed me not to be the person that was overseeing this experience, but you need your wife right now to be your encourager, you know, um, and not look at the excellence. And so I think that season grew us because we didn't, we weren't working together heavily as far as day to day. Um, but we had the experience that we did on the weekend that required us working together on something specific. So you fast forward to the season that we're at now, we both get to serve as the online pastors and I absolutely love working with my husband Yeah. and I always have, like, I think we have a very good rhythm. Um, and we tell any person that is like coming to be on staff, uh, in our area, in our department, Hmm. Uh, we talk about, now, if we have a little tiff, it's not a big, it's not a big deal. We're going to disagree on certain things, yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah. I think because we're, our dynamic uh, works so well, we know how to uh, agree to disagree and just leave yeah. it. Um, <laughs> and I don't believe that there's, I can't think of a time really, and this is like, not like a holier than thou or or anything. I don't remember a time where stuff at home spilled over into the office Yeah, you know it's just okay. like things kind of switched yeah. now do things from the office spill into home probably you know <laughs> like calendar baby uh, I, you were on that calendar like yeah I, yeah I'm not your secretary like you know <laughs> I can't keep your email am I You're like doing? right so you know those things that get a little funny at times and I'm like we lead in two different ways. Um, but I think we complement each other.
0: Yeah.
1: When people ask me like, what's your favorite, um, what's your favorite thing about working at TC? And it really genuinely is being able to work with
0: my husband. Now we
1: got to work, we got to work in two different areas a few years ago previously, but we found moments and opportunities for us to collaborate Mm. Uh, and when we got the opportunity to go into this role, it was like, oh man, it's, yeah. it's about to be like, you know? <laughs> and really, and you said this, um, even like what I try to sh- share on our Instagram, it re- this is really us. We try to live our lives uh, authentically, you mm-hmm. know? And in a way where it ha- inspires others, where it can encourage others. And it's an opportunity to pour out what the Lord has taught us and shown us not just in our marriage, but, um, but even as friends, cause we're, we're really good friends. Like I love hanging out with with my husband. Oh, I can tell. I can tell.
0: (laughs) I'm glad you said that because I'm curious. You have shown us through your social media that family is a priority for you all you have two little ones, Nathan and Alexis. And, uh, and I love seeing, you know, everything y'all, y'all dance videos are what I love the most. I'm like, (laughs) my girl, y'all, she passed to Julia, but okay. She still know how to (laughs) dance. You already know it. (laughs) You know, so how, or I guess, what advice would you give to somebody who's in ministry, like yourself, still having a family, you know, I'm always iffy using the word balance because I don't know if there really is a such thing as yeah. balance, but how do you, uh, create that and still make your family priority when you are still building a brand, right. In a church and doing ministry yeah. at the same time. Yeah. You know,
1: um, it hasn't always been easy, especially because when you when you start building something that's new uh, and you're creating a new blueprint or trying to figure out what the blueprint is, it can be all consuming, you know, and it's not just what you physically do, but it's mentally like, where's your mind? Where's your thought? I can remember times waking up at three and five o'clock in the morning and I have my mind on work stuff or on church stuff, whatever that is. And I remember I had gone to a, um, a conference of our friends and one thing that she said, and this was more specific when I had kids, because I wanted to know, like, how are we about to balance this all, you know? And she made this statement and it changed the game for me. And she said, your children are graced for you. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, <laughs> oh. because I had never, like, I had never approached it in a way like, oh, they're graced for me. Now, I say this all the time that I have to lean into that grace and that wisdom, which means I can't say yes to everything, right? You know, I've got to set right priorities and boundaries and different things like that. I remember early on, even in um, our marriage for D, D is, he is your man's man. He is a gentleman through and through. And with that, he's also a helper. So he could overcommit himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the expense of him or at the expense of our time and so I had to help my brother out a little bit I said baby okay you can't be helping everybody move every weekend this is what you can do you can say you know what let me get with my wife and I'll get back to you right
0: right 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 and so put it so on that, her her, her okay. said no <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know her let's take let me check you know, you don't know what we've got going on. And, I, and that was 100% fine. And so I look at where we're at now. We have so much communication between the two of us. And we have set like our family, it is, it's a pri- it's a priority. It really is. Because the greatest stewardship responsibility I believe that the Lord has given us is of our relationship. And our relationship with our children.
0: Yeah.
1: We are a reflection of who God is to our children. Mm. And God gave us this amazing responsibility. But when I, when I hear things are off for my son or my daughter, I have to check me and I have to lean in like, okay, God, where am I off? So yeah. if they're, they're knowing when you have kids and when you're married, it is, there are sacrifices. Absolutely. Um, and last year the lord just really he wrecked me and there was a book that i read and uh it's called the ruthless elimination of Hurry*. and Mm -hmm. one of the lines he said in there is you don't love well when you're in a hurry Mm. and i said and i had (gasps) just finished pressing at nathan because we was trying to get him to school you know all of that and he's like think about it when you're rushing to get to a place how do you respond to individuals? Yeah. And from that point, I felt like the Lord was saying to me, like you do, you can do amazing things. You have a lot of things, but I need you to live your life in the margin because I need you to be able to love yourself well, love your husband well, and love your children well. Yes. Yeah. And that is now my conviction. Mm. And as a result of that, it anchors me to keeping hold of my boundaries yeah. you know and stewardship and knowing that i can't please everybody and that's okay and everybody's not called to have my energy and all of those different things um but i have to know that i have to seek god cuz he's going to give me wisdom like mm-hmm. at the end of the day he's the one who's leading me going to give me wisdom to say yes say no and then i got to be honest about areas where i've dropped the ball and i wasn't disciplined mm. <laughs> with my time and all of those different things it's like yeah, Jay, that's your fault. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you that's all right. Honey, you stressed out or you ain't living in a margin because I you, you know. So, <laughs> bad preparation or whatever, you know, and, um, and all of that. So, and really that idea I think is prevalent even to entrepreneurs and business owners. And if you're in the workforce, I've, I've got some friends and different people I've poured into, And it's like, you've got to make it a priority. It's yeah. a, is this a non-negotiable for you? Mm-hmm. Um, because people will do what you allow them to do. So if you text me about work stuff at six o'clock and I respond, cool, first time, second time, third time, fourth time, 10th time, time, now we've got a pattern and you know that it's okay. You can text me at any hour, yes. time, yes. and I'm going to be available. But when I started start to put boundaries around, I was like, no, this takes energy away from me being attentive to my family, or this sends me on a different track record mentally, and now I can't enjoy date night and be present. You mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. So yeah.
0: That's so good. That's so <laughs> good. Um one of the questions I was asked last year, I had a chance to, to speak with uh Pastor Brenda. And mm-hmm. you and I have talked You, I and your husband have talked and y'all had some really good questions for me and something that popped up that I loved this question. Cause it was, you know, where do you struggle as a Christian and, you know, just maybe a couple of weeks ago, well, it might have yeah. been longer than that. Um, pastor Mike got on stage and talked about, uh, cussing, right. <laughs> and I was so grateful for this because because people need to hear this I love that our yeah. church is transparent so he gets on stage he's like, look like I'm funny and like sometimes I cuss and it's like funny like it's you know it adds to my joke or whatever and he's like God convicted him about it yeah and yeah. you know we all fall short obviously as Christians but is there a certain place that you struggle? That you're like it's this one thing that I'm just still I'm you know God's still working on me. <laughs> What's that? What's that <laughs> thing? I don't have anything. I'm perfect. I no, I'm,
1: just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally <laughs> kidding. You know, over um, this is what I'll say. Over the last couple of years, um, couple of years, last year, and probably this year, it's pride.
0: Mm. And
1: it's pride in the most subtle way. Like, I'm not a prideful, arrogant person, not that. But it's like the little things. It's the little foxes. So the other week, this was maybe about a month or so ago. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, pride's still there. Okay. Uh, so I'm at the gym, right? And and I, I often try to process my motives. Like, why am I doing things? Why do I post? Why do I want to go do that? Why you want to say, you know, I'm yeah. checking my motives. Yeah. So I'm at the gym. Um, uh, my husband and I were doing our workout and then uh, we're racking up stuff and um I see this girl and she's bench pressing or whatever. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna go over there and bench press. So, oh boy. And so yeah. <laughs> so then I'm over here and it's probably competitive too. So I'm over here and I'm questioning myself, like, why do you need to go over there? Why do you want to go over there? It's like
0: because you're an Enneagram eight and that's <laughs> what y'all do. Oh you can do it. <laughs>
1: You know, and, and the other part of that is, it was partly pride. And then the other part was insecurity. Mm. And so just to unpack that, my pride wanted to show you that I can do what you can do. And so much more. Mm. The insecurity was, or has been in the past like you know i'm not slim thick yet but i'm working on it you know what i'm saying (laughs) so that insecurity part is like my appearance may make you think that i'm weak and unhealthy oh wow you see what i'm saying yeah and so i I remember i sat there and d walks up to me he's like what i was like man i gotta get this pride up out for me i gotta get it out of me and there are times where i just label for the lord like lord any pride I want you to take it like yes. you're you're I know he's holding me to a higher standard and I didn't even realize probably two years ago a year ago that maybe there was pride
0: yeah I didn't
1: even recognize that but yeah. as soon as I recognized it it's like Lord I'm going to continue to lay it down and excuse me did said something to me one day um and I talked about this on a, a, a prayer night um I was like, you our know, comp- our communication has been off. And he, and he told me, he went back later on and prayed and was like, okay, what happened? And then he shared it with me. And it was something that I said that kind of shut certain things down. And I was like, oh man. Now pride <laughs> would say, don't go apologize and don't go, don't go repent. And I went back and I was like, man, I, one, I am so sorry. Yeah. Because as a result of something I said or did, it turned off this faucet. God was trying to downpour to you, and then two, I had to go sit before God and be like, "Dad, I need you to work this stuff out of my heart,
0: mm-hmm. out of
1: me, so that it's not like just a uh, a natural instinct, you know, that I don't just right. go off of what I feel and all of those things." And so, yeah, I would I would say, um, pride is pride is is one of those those spaces. Cussing, not necessarily, you know, uh, <laughs> not not really. Pride, 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 yeah, is I appreciate pride. you
0: sharing that. And I, I'm sure so many of us struggle with pride and it can look so different, right? Like how you saw it, somebody else may not even saw that that's what that yeah. was, right? And it's just like yeah. it can sneak in in so many different areas of our lives. So I appreciate you sharing it. Um, mm-hmm. we need that transparency, yeah. This is how we grow. That's why, when you, when Pastor Mike said, this is my thing, I was like, Cause you know, I know so many saints, I'm a type one. So I'm judging everybody. All of (laughs) y'all need to get saved again. All right. So (laughs) um, you and your husband, like, and I don't, i all I know is from what I see or what you have shared with me in the past, but I feel like there's this dynamic marriage ministry that is evolving. Yeah. And I'm curious to know, you know, what is the, I want to know more about the impact that you want to make uh, for couples. Like, what is it? What is it that you're like, I gotta, I gotta drill this in because I know this is an area that they really yeah. need to know. Man, um
1: wow, that's a that is a loaded question. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying. You know, um, I think what I'll say is what I try to display maybe on my Instagram is that marriage can be fun and it can be a partnership, you know? And I say partnership in this, in the sense of my husband makes me better and I make him better. Mm -hmm. And we're able to share the good, the bad, the ugly. And I mean, the nasty, <laughs> you know, of like what your struggle is or what my struggle is. And if I were to say something that the Lord, you know, did in our relationship, and in our marriage, which is one that we would want to give to other people is that he taught us about how to be a safe space for one another. Mm-hmm. And so my husband had his addiction with pornography and all of that. And I have my own insecurities or different things. I mean, one time I hit a parked car <clears throat> and uh I didn't you know leave no so note par- wait
0: you hit a park car I did first of all oh, don't, okay. come,
1: don't come for me don't come for me JJ it I was happens, just okay? wait, uh, making sure I heard you right <laughs> it happened it's been a while it's been a while I had no kids <laughs> at that time okay so I wasn't even now. a pastor at that time no <laughs> <laughs> I didn't try to use my but funny enough, I didn't want to tell D about it. And I didn't want to leave no note. You know what I'm saying? And so <laughs> when I say to get the better, I like, so I have my, I have my things. It's, you know, it's different uh, in some instances, <laughs> but I think because we've, we've put in the work to create that safe space, it means that we can be vulnerable. It means that we can be transparent. And I feel, we feel that it unites us even more.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm, that's good.
1: There There's something to be said when my husband knows all the ins and outs and I know all the ins and outs and knowing that God has graced me and God has graced him for these things, for these moments. I think it helps us when we're in the pit and we need help. Mm -hmm. So if I'm, if I'm having a moment or if my husband is having a moment um, I'm not offended by the fact that you're having a moment. Right. Right. And usually what happens is it isn't until there's action as a result of that, of a moment, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. the funk hits the fan or everything starts blowing up. But the reality is we all experience the attacks of the enemy, or our insecurities, or uh, just our humanity—you mm-hmm. know—and I don't believe that God desires for us to try and manage it on our own. I mean, He sent oh, us the Holy Spirit, right? right? But He also sent us a brother and sister to be Aaron's and hers for one another. That when you're in when you're in the pit, baby, I may not I may not drag you. I won't drag people that I walk with or different stuff like that, but I will walk with you. So in in the case of my marriage, um, when, when D was struggling and he came to me and he opened up about that, now he equipped me as a wife, one to know how to pray. Because there's some devils and demons that we don't necessarily have to go pray about and ask the Lord to reveal. Baby, just reveal it to me, you know. Yes. And if right now is a struggle, okay. I'm a part, I am your built-in accountability partner. Yes. And the yes. same thing vice versa. Like you are my built. The reason why I told him about the pride. I could, you know, pridefully walk on and act like nothing's going on. Yeah. But he's my built-in yes. accountability partner. And as a result, our unity becomes stronger, our family becomes stronger, and our children eat of that. You know, they, yes. they get the benefit of that. They get the fruit of that. Being able to watch mom and dad, um, excuse me, be safe spaces for one another and mm-hmm. be humble enough to share um, their failures and their victories
0: yes you know oh, and yes.
1: to admit that yeah it it is for us it has literally changed the game and um when I say that uh, when I say about being a, a safe space it's not easy when you first start out because you're you're saying I'm being vulnerable and think about being vulnerable it is it's sensitive oh. it, it has the ability to break it 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 has the ability to hurt in ways like nothing else. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, will you use this to harm me and hurt me? Right. Or will you allow this to be a safe house, a safe space where I can bear all, share all, and you cover me, don't cover up, but you cover me. You mm-hmm. pray for me and you play your role. Like yeah, that's got us to where we're at today to say like, hey, you've been free for, from that for however long, yeah. You know, I don't remember yeah. how long it's been, but you've been free from that because you're not offended when I come and check in on it. I'm not offended with you when you come and check in on me right. because we have a safe space. Or if there's an argument or whatever, like the the issue I was saying before when he said, "Hey, so I went back and prayed, and when you did this, this is what happened." It's a safe space because you know I'm not about to say, "Listen <laughs> right now, let right. me bring up something you did." saying And people, you're gonna to do it. <laughs> yeah yeah there's this
0: space i hear you saying too like there's a space for this compassion right which is how jesus was it just shocks me because you see this in christian churches this is how we treat people as a church yes we can often um not we don't make space for people to be vulnerable and transparent right and there's so much judgment in these in in many churches and so for you to kind of say, hey, this won't be, it's not gonna be like this in my house, like this, we're doing yeah. this differently. And you're right, and kids need that more than anything. I, I did a, a, a TED talk last week about transparency. When I started by talking about me and my daughter having this very uncomfortable, awkward yes. conversation, but how it's led to many more and it's strengthened yes. our relationship. Yes. When I can, When I can create a space for her to be able to come to me and say, whatever, I don't care if it's uncomfortable or awkward or whatever. And, you know, but there's compassion. There's, uh, there's a, just a safe space.
1: There's compassion, there's empathy, there's grace. And I say that because, because empathy causes you to move. And grace allows you to put yourself in their same seat.
0: Mm. You know what I'm saying?
1: To say, I, I, I'm not perfect. I will mess up. Maybe not the same way, but the thing that i things that I could do can be just as bad. Oh yeah. And now I can continue to extend grace. And I love what you just said um, on there. And this is where I say, you've got to exercise vulnerability, exercise transparency, because it is awkward when you first start. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes people feel like it's control. Why, why are you trying to control me? Why do you need to know yeah. this? Why do yeah. you need to know that? No, but I'm about you being successful, us being successful, you know. And so now these conversations are easier. They're awkward for other people, Mm -hmm. but now it's easier. It's not a big thing. It's like, no, this is just what we do. You're sore when you first start working out, you know what I mean? But after a while, now you start putting more weights on the bar. And as a result of that, you can have conversations about bigger issues.
0: Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As they
1: pop up or as they come up. So anyway, that was really good.
0: That's good. So you, you and Pastor DeMario are mentors to others, um, whether it's marriage or just in ministry as a whole, who are your mentors (laughs) and, um, and how do they, you know, hold you accountable in your life?
1: Yeah. Okay. So mentoring is very interesting because, um, you can be mentored by people and they don't know that they are your mentors. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, I think we, I, I feel like we have, uh, a lot of those, um, from, from the, do not from the marriage? End? I have to think about that one. I know one of my husbands is, uh, Keith Moore is a guy, um, that he listens to frequently. He's not in relationship with them. But if I was to say somebody that's here, Pastor Tommy and Pastor Brenda yeah. have been some amazing. We were talking to Pastor Brenda last night. Uh, I, we hit her up when we were in the office. I was like, all right, Pastor. I was like, you got a few months, I got a second. I was like, okay, just hit us up after. And then she called me um, last night and um, we were just having a conversation with her and it just helps to get, bring clarity. Mm-hmm. uh to a couple of different things that that we were trying to navigate and figure out and it's like Lord we've been praying uh and so we're inviting somebody into this uh to pray with us. Um the the other ones it's i oddly enough. We were once mentors to them but now we're parallel uh in relationship for for um which is interesting but they're some of our best friends. Um but they have covered us, challenged us. Um you know, both in our marriage, like we went on a big trip in October with a bunch of married couples. Oh, I saw and that.
0: Yes. On the beach in black. Like, yes. <laughs> y'all look so happy. Everybody looks it's so funny. happy. I was like, please get away. Have a good time. <laughs> it
1: was, it was so good. And we had real authentic conversation around the table. And yeah. sometimes you think that your mentors can't be, um, Uh, your peers oh
0: that's good that's good yeah Uh,
1: but they um the clemens they have mentored us a lot um for sure and i'll say i mean there's a variety you know um i think from communication uh for me has been uh uh, priscilla schreier andy stanley uh charles of course and brie uh here those are a few um few of the the mentors for me And then um, even spiritually, like I said, um, I think Pastor Brenda has played a a big role since coming into ministry. Uh, Bishop Gary as well. Um, And then some other people that you may or may not know uh, on that end, but I think oftentimes I look for, I look for mentors um, now in a very unique way. Mm -hmm. So there's there's also a church out in uh, California and the question is, am I, am I growing? Am I learning? And whatever that sphere is that I'm trying to learn something in, it could be music. Uh, and so Evan could be one of my mentors, Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. musically speaking. And so uh, I've, I've found different people. Some are Christians, some are not, but I can learn something from them.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> you, um, I just, I'm I'm curious to know, we're going to be wrapping up soon. Cause you know, you and I could talk all day and we Almost done that. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's been three hours. Okay. Um, I want to know what's the scripture that you've been meditating on lately.
1: It's mm, a great question. It's been a lot. It's <laughs> the reason why it's been a lot. So I, I'm working on this teaching, and so it's probably been the one that I've been chewing on. Mm. Uh, and it's been it's been convicting, and it's James five, uh, twelve. And it's where you're saying, do not swear on the heavens or the earth, let your yes be your yes, your no be your no. Mm-hmm. And obviously I've been chewing on that because I'm, I'm teaching on it um, and just doing more expository, breaking it down. But I think what that's led me to is my integrity and thinking about how we are a we are a reflection of God. And I was thinking about this actually this morning um, <laughs> as I was rolling up to the office, getting out the car. And I was like, we are a reflection of God. And I forgot what song I was listening to. There's so many of us who have a word from God and between seeing the fulfillment of God's word and where we're at right now, there are things that are in between that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we experience disappointments and, um, because we're not seeing that word come to fruition yet. Uh, we've painted this picture. We've done all of these different things. And the thing that helps to keep us anchored is the fact that he said it in his word. So mm-hmm. we can trust his word. We can, we can trust his yes. We can trust his no. And because we're called to be a reflection of him and in, we're image bearers, it's like he's saying, I need your yes and your no, to hold that same weight. Mm. I don't need you to say, "I swear." Or, "Oh my mama." Or, "This is that." <laughs> so, could I live my life in such a way that I am a woman of my word, mm-hmm. not just to the people that are around me, but can I keep my word to myself? Mm. Mm. So the other day, uh, I I think it was yesterday, um, I posted on my Instagram this workout and. When I tell you I did not want to go to the gym and yeah. do this work, I knew it was gonna I knew it was gonna be crazy. I knew it <laughs> was gonna work our tails off. But I I I sat up and started to get ready. It was 550 something and I was supposed to be there at 615. Now, you know, I got to drive somewhere and it's not right down the street. So <laughs> it's five like 54, 57. I'm not dressed, I gotta brush my teeth, I can do all of this. <laughs> And um, I sat up, my body's aching, and I'm moving slow, brush my teeth. I get back in uh, the bed to get dressed, well, like sit on the bed. And um, D goes, where are you going? I was like, the gym. And he says, well, which gym? And I was like, I'm gonna go to King's. He's like, do you know what time it is? And I was like, it was like 6.05. So I was gonna, I, was gonna, I mean, it's 6.05 at this point. <laughs> It starts at 6.15. (laughs) It's not 10 minutes down the road. And I still wasn't fully dressed. And so I was like, I know, I know. And I sat there and what I thought to myself was, you made a commitment and said that you were going to show up. I know you're tired. You can go right back to sleep right now. I know your body is hurting. But my integrity, my commitment, my yes is what caused me to finish putting on my hocus <laughs> grab my water bottle it got some my good and- <laughs> yeah girl I had to get the right stuff at this age yeah. somebody come on but it 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 caused it caused me to to go and I think as now I did the workout it wasn't pretty mm-hmm. it was rough it was mental it was all the things um but I got better yeah, you know, and yeah. and I say that because that scripture I think became more real, you know, in a sense of yeah, I could have flaked, but I would have damaged my integrity to myself. Mm-hmm. To
0: yourself first, right? To
1: yourself. It's That's one right. thing to hold your word to everybody else, but how many times do we damage our integrity and our word to ourselves? Oh yeah, I'm gonna do that.
0: Not oh yeah, I'm gonna show Oh yeah, I'm gonna finish that. it. Oh yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> reset. It, it's. I didn't know you was gonna be convicting people today. That's not why not at That's not, not why at I all. had her on the podcast. But if you're listening in the shoe fits, then it's yours. Okay. Thanks. You're the one that asked the question. It wasn't me. I love you. I'm so. um I'm so blessed by this conversation today. I really wish, we, we might have to have a part two. We might have to come Let's back later this year and do it again because there's so much more that I could definitely ask. Um, where can people find you and yeah. discover more about you? You know, I am pretty active on
1: Instagram at I am Julia Tucker. Um, and I have a website coming soon which will follow the same thing. But if you follow me on IG, it's probably the place where I'm most active. Every once in a while you'll find me on TikTok, you know, but uh
0: <laughs> my TikTok, uh, but, I got no posts on TikTok. <laughs> like like three. Listen, you I, I,
1: I will use some of the assets of TikTok and, and go right over there to IG. But, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> IG is probably where I'm most active, uh where you can find me and kind of see different resources. And as stuff comes up, you'll see things there. Um yeah, that's, that's like the main place. I do want to say this because I didn't mention this. Uh, two people that have been mentors, obviously I go to TC, but it's Pastor Mike and Natalie. And I say that because I've been able to watch him from when he was a youth pastor to yeah. now and yeah. to see like, and be behind the scenes, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. to see the growth and all of the different things. And um, I don't say that because of who they are today in a sense of like people know them. But honestly, it's just the way that they've moved mm. over the mm. years. And to watch um, the one thing, and I've told you, Mike, this said, the one thing I can count on is like when God tells him something, he will do it. Mm. Mm. Even if it's at the ring. he's talked about this. Like, I remember when he was about to teach the money series or different stuff. And I was like, but what did God say? It's like, y'all, this my bad god is saying like let me let me go ahead and back that up yeah and so i think over the years it's it's taught me some things it's because there's there's a lot of similarities uh character from our characteristics and mm-hmm. stuff but definitely um you know two of the other people that have influenced um i'll say us for sure so yeah, yeah. Oh, that's- but yeah find me on i uh, ig i'm julia tucker or even d every once in a while i might get on his stuff you know, he's he don't like to be as active as I am. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know,
0: I know. But
1: well, we've, we've got some cool things in the work, but if you follow me on IG, you'll be able to keep up with, um, with all of those amazing things. Well, people. I can't you wait. Know.
0: I cannot wait. Um, thank you for your time. Thank you for inspiring us today. Thank you for your beautiful smile. And um, we can also catch you sometimes on the, I oh, yeah, you like the pre-show it's like but it it's is. not it's CC
1: like pre-tc post uh <laughs> yeah you can find you can find me on there on occasions um usually you'll see me on there maybe the first of the month or somewhere in the, okay. in the middle it just kind of depends you know what's going on and where it. we're at so yeah okay. yeah yeah okay. So there, that. that is it at transformation church you can find me at transformation church <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'm here on sundays uh, i'm here obviously during the week <laughs> all day
0: every day every day JJ, okay? you know i love you today's podcast is brought to you by the blessings gallery located at 1625 westheimer in the montrose area of houston texas the blessings gallery features a curated selection of house plants and vinyl records thank you for making the blessings gallery your favorite house and vinyl records boutique in houston